Hi, I'm Christabel, and welcome to the Surviving the Arena podcast, a show where I share my personal journey of self-improvement and help you overcome the things that are holding you back. The goal of this podcast is to help you achieve the future you've always dreamed of. From conquering our past to setting goals and creating an environment for success, together we'll develop the tools we need to survive the arena. Hello everyone and welcome back. I hope you have all been having a great couple of weeks and that you have been progressing in your self-improvement journeys. Taking an extra week to prepare for this episode was extremely beneficial for me. I took the time to gather my thoughts and refocus and even managed to use some of the tips and tools that I'm going to share with you today to help me reevaluate and reorganize my own goals. All that being said, There is a fair bit I want to talk about, so let's get started. Today I'm talking about goal setting and why it is important. I will also talk about the importance of prioritizing your goals and not trying to do too many things all at once. Setting goals didn't always matter to me. For most of my life, particularly after high school, I just focused on surviving, on getting a job to help me pay off school and any other bills that I had. All I thought about was the paycheck and ensuring that the paycheck was big enough to make sure I didn't go hungry. Because of this mindset, a significant part of my self-growth and self-evaluation process involved me getting my life back on track. It involved me thinking about the things that I wanted, beyond just wanting to make enough money to feel comfortable. This process for me started in January of this year, and since I have decided to get things on track, it has become a year of significant growth and progress. Now, goal setting can be an overwhelming process. I have always found it difficult, especially during times in my life when I felt stuck, when I felt like I had no idea what I wanted to do with my life or where I wanted to go. When you aren't sure about what you want your life to look like, it is difficult to set goals or to make a plan even for your life. Goals aren't like New Year's resolutions. They take time, they take effort, and dedication to create and fulfill. I think that because they require as much effort as they do, many people often avoid setting goals. Either that, or we set goals that are on either end of the spectrum. They're either too easy or too difficult to achieve. Effective goal setting takes a fair bit of thinking and planning. When I was in high school, I remember being taught how to set SMART goals, that's S-M-A-R-T goals, specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-based goals. This system for goal setting seemed pretty straightforward, but at the beginning of this year when I was really trying to get my life straightened out, I actually struggled a bit with this system. And I figured if I was struggling, then maybe there are other people out there who don't find ease in this system as well. So, right now, I want to break it down for you and give you my advice when it comes to where you should begin with goal setting. Before figuring out which step-by-step process worked best for me, I took some time, a lot of time, to sit down and think about my life. For some of you, the main aim for your life may be to acquire financial success. It may be to acquire fame or to be well-known publicly for something. For others of you, Your life aim may be to raise a beautiful family and create a wonderful home for all of you. Others still may have goals to become CEOs of big companies 
or even build your own companies. Others even still might want to do all of the above. The point is that we are all going to have differing goals. And even if many of our life plans may align, we will all have different and unique ways of achieving what it is that we want. For me, my life goals are a mix of things. I want to raise a family, live in a comfortable home, make a decent living, working at a job that I enjoy. My biggest and most important goal, however, is to make a positive impact in my community, in my world. I found my purpose through the volunteer work that I do with Habitat for Humanity. I saw what a difference one small group of determined people could make. And personally, I want to continue doing that for the rest of my life. If not through Habitat alone, then through other aspects of my life as well. So a lot of my goals orient around making sure that I am able to keep volunteering in a significant capacity for the rest of my life. My career and financial goals are all oriented around making sure that I'm doing something, making enough money to have myself and my family living comfortably, and me being able to volunteer every year. It took me figuring out what I wanted my life to look like, what I wanted to be remembered for when I leave this earth, to get my goals organized. Figuring out your purpose is important for goal setting because you need to know what you're working towards. You need to know that you are working towards a life that will help you fulfill your purpose. Figuring out your purpose can also be an incredibly daunting experience. Most of the time, daily life, and more specifically daily stress, clouds our vision and blocks us from seeing our purpose. I personally noticed that financial stress was getting in the way of me doing the things that made me happy. It was standing in the way of me living the life I wanted to. When I realized that, I started developing a plan to conquer and diminish the financial stress so that I could have a clear vision of my purpose, so that I could figure out a way to live a life that I wanted, one that made me happy. I realized that a lot of my stress came particularly from not understanding finances. I was never good with money management, and that resulted in me struggling to pay off debt and build proper credit. Most people that I know were not taught much about finances. A lot of people I've met in my life were not taught about money management, budgeting, any of that at home, and they definitely didn't learn it in school. So anything they might have known was either self-taught or they didn't know much and they were struggling to work with the system. I too was struggling with the financial system so I decided that I wanted to learn all I could about how to properly manage my finances and start taking control of my financial stress. I started doing research online and found people who helped me understand how to manage my debt and most importantly, how to start paying it off. The majority of my debt came from OSAP, so there was a fairly big chunk of money that was stressing me out naturally. Once I put a plan in place, with some help of course, I made an appointment with my bank to open a retirement savings portfolio and start learning about investments and understanding credit development. I didn't even recognize it at the time, but I had set a goal, financial competence, made a plan, and was slowly getting towards achieving my goal. Setting a goal and creating a plan for how I was going to achieve said goal really helped me to focus my time and mental energy. Today, I am significantly better with money and more financially literate than I have ever been in my entire life, which has allowed for a significant amount of stress to be relieved from my life. When this stress dissipated, 
I found that I had the peace of mind and more importantly, the mental clarity to be able to focus on discovering my purpose and thus my life goal. Relieving some mental stress did not mean, however, that my purpose jumped out at me immediately. That too took a bit of focus on my part. I started by thinking about what purpose really meant. I have always believed that we are all put on this earth for a reason, and that if we are still alive, still waking up every day, then there is still a reason for being. Then we still have a reason for being. A purpose that still needs fulfillment. I believe that your purpose is something that you are already gifted with the skills you need to achieve it. It is something that you enjoy doing. Something that brings you true happiness. I personally believe that you can actually feel your purpose. It is something that when you're fulfilling it, you feel a sense of belonging like you are in the right place at the right time. That is how I felt on my first international build with Habitat. For the first time in my life, I truly felt like I was in the right place at the right time doing what I was meant to do. I was helping people. The only thing I have consistently wanted to do throughout my life. I was using my gifts, my skills to help other people. I could feel that I had found my true purpose. I found that in whatever capacity, I was put on this earth to share my God-given gifts to help those that needed it. After unveiling my purpose, my life plan kind of started to fall into place. I now had something to work towards. I now had an end goal. I had a life purpose that needed to be fulfilled in everything that I was doing. So now came the time to figure out how exactly to set effective goals and make a plan to achieve said goals. I started with the system I mentioned at the top of this episode, the one I knew best, the SMART method. This method had been reintroduced to me a few times throughout the years, in school, in employment spaces, and other areas of my life. While this method seems fairly straightforward, like I said before, I never found it that easy to work with. That is at least until recently. I think that I struggled with this method previously, because I didn't know what exactly it was that I wanted. I could maybe make an attainable or time-based goal, but in terms of setting one that was all of the above, specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-based, that was not as easy. Until I took the time to really, genuinely, figure out what it was that I wanted my life to mean, what I wanted to be remembered for, I couldn't get my goals straight. And the same is going to go for you. You can use all the goal-setting methods in the world, but until you figure out what exactly you're working towards, none of them are going to work for you. Once I figured out what I was working towards, I started using the SMART method to set some goals that would allow me to work towards fulfilling my life goal. Now, let me be frank here. I'm not used to sharing the things that I'm going to share now. I usually keep what I'm doing, what I'm working towards, my aspirations, I keep all those things very quiet. I don't share with many people what I'm doing because I like to be protective of my goals and dreams and just my overall energy. So for today's episode, I actually had to give myself a little pep talk before recording. I reminded myself that in order to get my message across and be true to what the mission of this podcast is, then I need to be open. I need to share what my goals are so that you can have an example of how to set and plan your own. 
I have also learned, and we'll go more into detail about this a little bit later, that sharing your goals with trusted people around you is helpful, both in that other people can help hold you accountable, but they can also help you achieve what you're hoping for. And most importantly, they can be there to celebrate your achievements along the way. So for all these reasons, and mostly because I wanted to be helpful for all of you listening, I'm sharing with you my goals and my plans for how I'm going to achieve them. Starting with my life goal and working backwards is something that I found extremely beneficial. More often than not, it is much harder, obviously, to start with your more immediate, timely goals and work your way up because it is hard to maintain a strong focus on the end goal. So start with your end goal. That is my first piece of advice for you today. Figure out your life goal, if you don't already know what that is, and start working backwards. Make a 10-year plan, then a five-year one, a one-year plan, and monthly and weekly ones. It sounds tedious, but I'll remind you that if you don't think your dreams, your future, is worth the work, then no one will. It is solely up to you to find the value in goal achievement and solely up to you to put in the work. For each of my goals, I'm going to be breaking down how I use the SMART method to plan them out. Now, you can use any method you would like. This is just an example for how you would actually take your goal and really break it down to make it effective. For all of my goals, I keep in mind my life purpose which I believe is that of helping people in need in whatever form that may take. So let's start with the bigger picture. My lifetime goal of helping people involves me working a job that has a larger purpose and impact beyond that of financial growth and gain. This is why my career focus is on nonprofit work. When I started school, particularly undergrad and graduate school, my focus was still on helping people but I intended on working within the system, the government system, to achieve what I wanted. I have since made the decision that while government work is an incredibly beneficial stepping stone, my end goal and where I wanna be on the day I announce my retirement is working at a nonprofit, doing what I believe to be impactful work where the focus is on changing lives. And if there is a financial focus, It is on gaining funds to reallocate to places that need it most. Working backwards from my life goal, I have set a 5-10 to year goal of becoming a motivational speaker. I have set a large timeline for this one because I'm new to this process and I'm still learning about all that it will take in order for me to achieve this goal. Another piece of advice and important note here for you is to be flexible with your timelines. Set them and work as hard as you need to in order to meet your deadlines, but please be aware that sometimes things that are out of your control will affect your timeline. If and when that happens, it's not time to beat yourself up. It just means that it is time to learn something from the obstacle that presents itself, reevaluate, and adapt. So all that in mind, I have a fairly ambiguous timeline set for this goal at the moment. Now, I said, in quotes, I want to become a motivational speaker. What does that goal look like in the SMART method? Starting with S for specificity, I thought about what exactly I wanted to achieve. I thought about my potential audience, my potential message. Because it is not enough to say I want to be a motivational speaker, I needed to answer for who, saying what. I needed to answer why. 
That is how I made my goal more specific. Now the goal says, I want to become a motivational speaker, speaking in schools to students openly and honestly about navigating the toughest moments in their lives, moments of uncertainty and confusion. I felt lost in school, so I want to be someone who provides them with genuine guidance, someone who listens to them and helps point them in the right direction through leading by example. Significantly more specific than the first statement, right? Now, moving on to M for measurability, I thought about how I could track my progress for this goal. Because I set such a large timeline, I know that if I don't make stages within this goal, stages with shorter deadlines, then I fear that the goal will get pushed out of my mind. So I've basically set goals within this goal. For example, I have a goal set to look into and participate in a public speaking competition. I have set the deadline for this to be a couple of months from now, and in addition to the competition, I have also written down for me to look into public speaking courses. I have been trained in public speaking for many years through my education, but I am a very formal speaker, and I think that motivational speaking requires something a little different, so I want to make sure that I learn about that. The deadline for this is set to next year because this is going to take more time, especially due to the uncertainty that COVID has brought. I can still, however, work on this goal on my own, learning what I can from online resources and even friends who are in the field. Moving on to A, attainability, this part was fairly easy to fulfill. When you're thinking about the attainability of your goal, you essentially just need to figure out if the goal that you are setting is something that you are capable of achieving. You need to know if you have the necessary skills to accomplish your goal, or if you don't, you need to know if you can learn the necessary skills or if you can acquire the resources necessary. For me, all of these questions got answered in the previous stages. Yes, I have a significant amount of years experience public speaking, and yes, I can learn the more specific skills required for motivational speaking in particular. Moving forward still for R, relevance, I personally think this is one of the most important aspects of goal setting. The relevance of your goal is essentially your why. Why are you setting this particular goal? What is the impact of this goal going to be? For my situation, becoming a motivational speaker will help me achieve my larger goal of helping people. It will allow me to share the gifts I have been given the lessons I have learned with those who need them most. It can even help me to build a platform for others to benefit from, one that will allow other people to share their stories, their advice, and their input. And finally, the last thing you need to look at with the SMART method is T, the timeliness of your goal. When do you want to have achieved your goal by? And can you realistically meet this deadline? As I said earlier, I have set a wide and flexible timeline of five to 10 years for this goal to allow me to learn all that I can and need to in order to achieve said goal. However, I can and will adjust this timeline to become more specific as I go along. Setting a timeline for your goal is incredibly important because it ensures that you are prioritizing and that you are motivated to achieve your goal. With no timeline or deadline, Honestly, you will end up just having a dream that you think about every once in a while, but as soon as things in your daily life get hectic, this dream is going to end up on the back burner. That's just the truth. It has happened to me many times and to people I know as well. 
if you don't choose to make your dreams into goals and those goals into realities, then you won't achieve the future that you want. Your ideal future, the one you dream about living one day, it won't be handed to you. So make the commitment now. As you're listening to me talk, make that commitment now to start working towards that future. I also want to make note really quickly here about the importance of prioritizing your goals. Once you've made a list of the things that you want to accomplish, go through that list. Rank the things that you have written down. While you may want to do a lot of things at once, let me remind you that you are only human. When you try to accomplish too much at one time, it can get extremely overwhelming. So space things out. Find goals that can connect or be achieved simultaneously. For example, I can focus on achieving my fitness and podcast goals simultaneously. I have both goals planned and scheduled such that they don't impede one another or my progress in either area. I can focus 100% on each of them when I need to. I cannot, however, simultaneously focus on my motivational speaking and podcast goals at the same time. The time required for each will require me to sacrifice my attention in one area or the other. Since I don't want to do that, I have placed the podcast at a higher priority for achievement. This may change eventually, but for the time being, the podcast is my main priority. So all I'm trying to say is do not try to overwhelm yourself. You need to come to terms with the fact that your goals are going to take time and effort to achieve. You may want it all right now, but I'm sorry to say it just isn't going to happen that way. Nothing worth having comes easy. So take your time, prioritize, and you will get where you want and need to be, slowly but surely. Now, although the SMART method and any other goal-setting one that you may find can be useful, I found one thing that really works for me to keep me motivated when it comes to working towards my goals was setting goals with shorter timelines and with more immediate rewards. For example, I have several fitness goals, and every time I reach one of them, I set a new one almost immediately. Overall, my goal is to increase my physical strength, mobility, and balance. More specifically, I have set particular weightlifting and exercise form goals, but overall, I want to be in the best shape possible. Both my trainer and I track my progress, so each time I lift a heavier weight or achieve perfect form in a workout, we note it down, and as long as I keep up with my training schedule and continue to practice my form and balance, I can and will achieve my overall goal. Now, if you're wondering how this goal contributes to my lifetime goal, it does so in a variety of ways. Firstly, my physical health is a huge contributor to my mental health. Working out and staying fit has a significant impact on the balance I feel mentally, so I've always remained fairly active in order to keep my mental health in a good state. And when my mental health is in a good place, I can be my best self. I am able to help others and actively work on my goals. I am focused and driven when I am healthy, both mentally and physically. I am happier and significantly more positive about my life and the things that I am accomplishing. I have also noticed how proud and motivated I feel every single time I achieve something that gets me closer to my fitness goals. Every day that I am in the gym, 
I accomplish something. I leave with something to celebrate. Whether that be that I lifted a heavier weight or I finally got perfect form with a movement, I leave feeling proud and motivated to reach the next level. I have found that having smaller, more frequently achieved and celebrated goals has helped me to deal with the goals that have been taking a lot longer to achieve. Sometimes we have goals that take a lot of time and investment before we see any reward or have any cause for celebration. It can get discouraging and at the worst, it can knock us off track and result in us giving up on our goals. That is how I was feeling with regard to my goal of buying my first home, for example. Every year it seemed as though I wasn't any closer to achieving what I wanted. On top of that goal, the other ones I had set were also taking a long time, leaving me zero causes for celebration. Fitness has been a huge motivator because seeing the payoff has proven to me that the work is worth it. When I started this journey at the beginning of COVID, there was no way I was doing even five proper form push-ups. Today, I can proudly brag that I can do 15 to 20 in a set with proper form. It took months of work, but I got there. And being able to celebrate that has pushed me to keep going and continue working towards the rest of my fitness goals, but also the rest of my goals overall. So set those big lifetime long-term goals, yes, but also set the ones that you know you can achieve fairly quickly that still require work on your part, but that allow you to celebrate yourself and your abilities many times along the way. It will keep you focused driven, and excited, most of all, to keep on your goal-achieving journey. On that note, let's talk about celebrating and why that is so important. Throughout my life, I have accomplished a fair bit. I have done many things and seen many places, but not once did I stop and take it in, stop and celebrate the fact that I had done any of those things. I have earned degrees, been to 15 countries and counting, helped to build homes in three different countries on top of many other accomplishments throughout my life. For not a single one of those things did I stop and savor the moment. Today I sit here and try to remember what all of those things felt like, and I struggle. So now, I celebrate everything. Big and small accomplishments, I take time to be grateful for where I am today not forgetting where I came from. I remember that while I still have a lot left that I want to accomplish, I have already accomplished so many things that I only ever dreamed that I would do. Taking time to celebrate, even just on your own, is so incredibly important to your success. You need to stop every once in a while and notice how far you have come. You need to take note of all you have overcome to be where you are today. We are always going to want to work on things, to want better, to want to be better. But if we don't stop to realize what we are capable of, what we have proven that we are capable of, we will never be able to see the value in anything that we are doing. Nothing will ever be enough. I have found that sometimes I just simply forgot to celebrate, that I let moments pass me by because I was too focused on what would come next. So I have started to share the things that I want to accomplish, the things that I am working towards. I tell the people closest to me and I do so because so often they have stopped me and reminded me to celebrate and pay attention to where I was and where I had come from.
more times than I can remember, my mom has been my biggest cheerleader, always reminding me of the things that I have done, always reminding me to stop and pat myself on the back. I was someone who kept all her hopes and dreams and goals to herself, but now I see the value in sharing your aspirations with other people. Take this podcast, for example. I shared the dream with many people, friends, family, even some strangers that I met randomly. I shared my ideas, showed off my logo, and even gave some people the chance to listen to the first episode before I launched it. Don't get me wrong, I was scared to do so, but I am beyond happy that I confided in others, that I trusted others. By sharing my vision with people, I created a circle of support around myself. I shared with people who today always ask, what's coming next? Who always provide me with kind and constructive feedback after every episode, who cheer me up when something I have shared is particularly heavy and weighing on me. I never would have gotten any of that if I didn't create this circle of support. I would have been trying to do this alone And I guarantee it wouldn't have gone as well as it has been going. So the last pieces of advice I leave you with are, one, make sure to take time, to schedule time to celebrate you and all that you have and will accomplish. And two, trust people. Create that circle of support around you. Let people in. Let them see your greatness. I know that this whole process is daunting and not easy, but I hope that some of the things I have said today will help you along your way. And I want to remind you that as difficult as it is to set goals, let alone work towards and achieve them, the feeling afterwards, the feeling of success, is worth every single hurdle that you are bound to overcome. It is worth every sleepless night, every tear, every bead of sweat, every heartache. The success, however you see and define it, is worth it. That's all for today, folks. I know that was a long one, but I hope you enjoyed it. And I hope you have an amazing week, and I will see you again soon. Hey again, real quick, everyone. I'm just jumping back in here before we play the outro just to announce the winner of the Now What Book giveaway. And I've just done the random name pick. So congratulations to Sew For Yourself on Instagram. Ash, congrats on winning this giveaway. It is so well-deserved and I really know you're gonna enjoy the book. So congrats and thank you again to every single one of you who participated in this giveaway. I'll definitely be doing more in the future, so stay tuned. Thank you for tuning in to episode four. Tune in on September 15th to learn how to discover what your skills are and how to make them work for you every day. Make sure to follow the podcast on Instagram at Surviving the Arena and Twitter at Survive the Arena to stay up to date on episode uploads and any other content information. Thank you again for listening and I'll see you next time.